Welcome to Theatre Club Podcast. We bring you theatre reviews, theatre news, and some theatre booze. I'm Alice. I'm Oscar, and welcome to another episode of Theatre Club Podcast. If you're new to the show, we review shows and we talk about things that we'd like to book and also any deals, any offers that are coming up for shows. And in this episode, we are reviewing the smash hit musical sensation Six. This is the second time we're going to have reviewed it on this podcast. If you want to listen to our first review, you can go back to episode 20, which was when we saw the show in 2018, which seems like a lifetime ago now, when it was at the Arts Theatre in London, and it's now in its new home at the Vaudeville Theatre in the West End. Mm, exciting. So for anyone that doesn't know what Six is, if you've been under a rock, it was a show created by Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss. They were very young, very talented, infuriatingly young and talented (laughs) students who took the show to the Edinburgh Festival about the Six Wives of Henry VIII. And it's kind of like a pop concert, basically. And they each sing a song in a, a competition to see who had the worst time of being married to Henry VIII and it kind of has all different pop influences and styles and it's very fun and now it's got a West End home at the Vaudeville Theatre until currently booking until 2022. And then on tour? Yes and it's still on tour. I went to see it actually in Brighton a couple of months ago on the tour. You just can't get enough. I just can't get enough of six. But this time, very excitingly, we managed to snag ourselves an interview with one of the Queen's JJ Richard Noel. She plays Catherine of Aragon. She very kindly gave up some time for us before the show tonight. She met us at a noisy cafe in Covent Garden. So a gelateria, actually. It was a gelateria. So forgive the noise. We, you know, recorded it in person. It was so nice of her to give up some time to come and come and speak to us. Yeah, we really we were going to go into her dressing room, but then at the last minute we had to change a venue because of COVID restrictions, which makes total sense. They can't have. Any old bodies coming backstage. Yeah, yeah. they just need to be strict. But I was kind of really looking forward to seeing her dressing room because Mm. obviously I've seen the show as well and I know the costumes are fantastic. They are covered in diamantes. Yeah. And I just imagined that her dressing room would be like Kylie Minogue-esque on acid, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like showgirl. Yeah. But um, she probably shares it with all of them. It's probably absolutely tiny and, you know, what these these theatres are like. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we had fun in the gelateria. Yeah, so um, let's go now to our interview with JJ. So we're here, very excited. We're in the presence of royalty. We're here with JJ. (laughs) Catherine of Aragon. And am I right thinking this is your last week in London? It is, yeah. I literally have like seven shows left. (laughs) We're really excited to come and see you. Your final performances oh, for now. For now. You know, for now. I mean, there'll probably be know. a call like, oh yeah, do you want to come back? I'll be like, yeah, I'm all right. One <laughs> night only. <laughs> well, this is exciting because you were our first ever Catherine of Aragon when we saw it in 2018. Wow. First time we reviewed it. Um, <gasps> Crazy. Let's start there. Like, take us back to that when you first got that the part. Error. Um, yeah. Did the, wow. phone, the phone rang? You picked it up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what? On the same day, my agent rang me and was like, do you want the good news or the bad news? And I was like, oh, what do you mean? She's like, bad news, you didn't get another job. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, good news, you did get six. And I was like, oh, fantastic. Like, obviously still at this point, I don't really know much about the show. Like, I've literally only learned Aragon, like, in the audition because I was actually up for two different roles. So I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, um... But yeah, I was buzzing. I was like, this is amazing. Like, I love the music. I just obviously didn't really know much about it. And I knew we were going to 
make the show but I never never ever dreamed that it'd be what it is now I'm so happy it is but I'm like what what like none of us did none, none of us had a clue we knew it would be good but it's crazy it's, how yeah. quickly did you start to realise that it's something special um oh I don't know I think I always knew it was special but I didn't know how big it could ever be but I think when I knew that it was it could be a phenomenon and um, was when we were in Edinburgh when we were in the fringe and by the third or fourth show we were completely sold out and we were sold out the whole run the whole month and we had extra shows and I think from there and people were like yeah no like people are already talking about it in America and people talking about it in in London they can't wait till you come to the West End and I was like wait what like we're just in Scotland in Edinburgh like you know in a little purple cow in the tent like doing this show and then they're like yeah no everyone's talking about it already and I'm like this is wild like and then when we got to the West End it was like yeah we've come from everywhere because we've heard about it in the Edinburgh Fringe and I was like what yeah so those fans have been with you from from day, day one. dot I have the best day one fans yeah. supporters you could ever imagine and they're still here to this day coming to the show and I'm like oh I love you. <laughs> yeah, do you recognise people though? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes like I I know people mainly by their, their first name, but sometimes I know people by their at. So it'd be like underscore musical dot six dot love da, 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 da. and I'm like, oh my god, that's you, isn't it? <laughs> that's quite a lot of um, when when you've got fans in the audience that know the songs, you're kind of so there's a bit of pressure, I guess, as well, because then they're kind of you have to deliver for them because they love it so much. Yeah, I guess so. But it's also like when you sing along to your favourite track in the car, like, you know, no one's expecting you to be belting like Whitney Houston. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you're just singing along like, this is my favourite song. So it's kind of more like, oh, like I love the fact that you're singing along as yeah. well rather than like, oh my God, pressure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like working with Toby and Lucy in the early stages? Oh my gosh. They it have like- been beautiful from the beginning. Um, from the beginning auditions like just great energy and like you know the auditions are always quite daunting as well so it's 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 been lovely from the very beginning like they've just been so warm and welcome and they're just they're just great they honestly are like they're both geniuses and Lucy's mine Toby them two together is just a beautiful combination and yeah we just have so much fun especially in the rehearsals when I go back to 2018 when I now I'm thinking about 2019 I mean we've changed theatres three times during this pandemic mm-hmm. you know and we've had rehearsals and, and different um, creative directors and everything as well so it's been a dream yeah we wanted to ask you what it's like being in the Vaudeville Theatre oh, I love it I love it. Do you know what? We were just in um, Lyric Theatre just before, um, and that was, we loved it there. It was like, it just felt right, especially going from the arts to then to the lyric, and we were like, do you know what? This feels amazing. But now coming to the Vaudeville, it does feel like the home for the show, and it is, it is the home for the show, but it does feel like it. it it's that happy medium in between the arts and the lyric, which is gorgeous. But um, yeah, the reception's been beautiful, and I feel like it feels intimate like the arts, which is what this show needs. So Yeah. What's it like for you, because you've been in it for so long, when new new cast members join? What's that experience like when they start? How do you kind of show them what's the process of like integrating new queens into the lineup? Oh, so I've been there for the, well, only the only cast change since I've been in it. Um, and now obviously we're doing a whole cast change, which is crazy. But um, yeah, it was crazy to see the girls go before, because obviously we... We made the show all together with Amy and Maya and Millie and Grace. Um, but it was amazing to have such a different spin on it and the girls' energy. And we're all so close more than ever, especially right now. And it's just, it's, it's beautiful. Um, 
it's hard to say like we didn't show them like the ropes or anything like that they just found their feet and yeah. I think that's what's so special about this show because you can put your own spin on each character yeah. um, and that's what's beautiful like there's not like a a legacy to live up to it's like you can put your own stamp which I think is so beautiful because um, a lot of shows it's like this is the character and this is how the character will mm-hmm. always be obviously it does have the structure but yeah. you can add your your flavour on it and I think that's what's been so special you, but what it was are you going to miss most now that it's your last week oh I'm going to miss the girls yeah. I'm going to miss the girls I think it's hard to find such a beautiful company all around I'm going to miss the whole team the back of house everyone backstage like yeah, the vibe and energy that we have is so beautiful. And we have this thing before we do the show every day. And we have a grateful circle, a gratitude circle. And we say, like, what we're grateful for or even what the day hasn't brought to us that we're not so grateful about. But then we find something we're grateful about. And I think it's so beautiful to have our open and raw and vulnerable conversations that we do have. And there's just love. There's just love in the company. People are like, oh, yeah, oh, there's love in the company, yeah, whatever. But there actually is. Like, I think we're going to miss that the most. Yeah, it shows on stage, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, that, that it, like it feels like a Spice Girls band. Like, everyone, everyone in it together, you yeah. can tell. Totally. Yeah. Question I was wanting to know, I know quite a few sort of high-profile celebs have come to see the show. Like, the fan base is far-reaching. Who, who like, the best people you spotted in the audience mid-show and thought, oh, my God, that's... Um, Anna Winter. <sighs> no way. <laughs> I went, what? <laughs> she in was sat right... In... Oh, of course she did. She <laughs> was in her get-up with the sunglasses. I said, yes, honey, you're the real queen sitting in the middle of the audience. <laughs> I was amazing. like, what is going on? Um, we had a few more queens. We had RuPaul. <gasps> um, yes, I saw you. I mean, he oh, love him, love him, love him, love him, love him. Watch him all the time. So I was like, oh my god, was he out of his chair you. dancing? Um, I don't even, I don't even remember. But he loved it. Is it a show that it. is hard to sit down? Yeah, no, you just can't get sit in your yeah. seat for long. You just want to get up on every song. Yeah, and you're allowed to. That's what I love about it. Everyone kind of gets involved and treats it like a concert. Yeah, it's definitely concert feels, and I think that's what's so gorgeous about it because it is a party mostly every mm. night. Like. <laughs> One of the other things I love is that it's 75 minutes all the way through. Yes, no interval, Which is none great. of that. But <laughs> how for you is like that energy, keeping that energy up for... Yeah, we say as soon as we get on the train, we're on the train and that train's not stopping until that 75 minutes is over. It's like, it's going, going, going. It's a lot of energy. It's a lot of adrenaline and obviously shows can knock you out anyway, but oh my gosh it, it's wild but I feel like I'm used to it in some ways but still sometimes it surprises me say if I have like a couple days off and I'm like yeah cool it's been a nice little holiday come back to work and I'm like oh my gosh am I doing this 75 minutes again okay yeah alright it's Never just crazy literally yeah. a little a little run off for two I think twice we run off quick water quick dab run back on hi <laughs> but it's great fun and I think that's what keeps it so engaging because you've literally got 75 minutes full of like oh my god which queen's going next and what's going on and da 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 so I think that's what's so good about it <laughs> no, you I was going to say what, what's for you next we hear we've got panto coming up tonight, I Christmas. do I do have a little exciting. cheeky panto season which I'm really excited about in um, Norwich in the Theatre Royale and obviously we started six in Norwich as well so it's very sentimental oh. for me it's like a full I'm circle coming, yeah. do you know what I mean um but we were in the playhouse before, so now I'm in the theatre. Uh, so your first panto? Yeah. You look forward to it. That's like a British tradition. So excited. Yeah, I used to go as when I was a little girl, like all yeah. the time. And I was in pantos when I was little as well, like six to eight, 
maybe 10 years old. We always wanted to be those kids, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You're so much fun. I was even the dame at like eight years old at one point. Yeah, hilarious, wild. (laughs) Don't know what was going on there, but it happened. Like old thespian actors, I'm like, that's like, how dare she? No, literally, if I'm thinking, (laughs) she took my gig, I'm eight years old singing, I need a hero. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Oh my God, it's crazy. But no, I'm so excited and I can't wait to be back in Norwich. And lots of people are already booked, which is gorgeous. So I'm like, oh, Uh cute. And do you also have a concert for your band that you're in coming up at the O2 Academy? Yes, yes. You guys know the tea. You know the tea. Um, Yeah, no, SVN. We've got our first headline show in O2 Islington on 11th of February 2022. I thought it was pronounced seven, but now it's SVN. It's actually SVN, yeah. So originally we were seven and we were like, we want to just change it a bit and make it a bit more like less connected to what where we've come from but obviously everyone still knows our background of of how we met and all of that and um yeah we just looked at it one day and we were like s-v-n like okay um, i mean we've had loads of names ideas if you went through our whatsapp you'd be like what do you want to be called that are you sure um but yeah it's actually s-v-n which i think is like cute and quirky and you know, a lot of cool bands have three letters, so we're and trying to head that direction. It's you, Amy. <laughs> Me, Amy, Maya, Millie, Lexi, Natalie and Grace. <gasps> yeah, Amazing. so there obviously is seven of us and we're all the originals from when we started six in 2018. So, And it's going to be a concert performance at the O2 at the O2 our own music and maybe some few cheeky covers but yeah it's yeah. going to be amazing February 11th okay. yeah. yeah put it in your diaries yeah, yeah. before it sells out yeah. <laughs> you always say that on a podcast you've got to book early no yeah. for real it, yeah the pre-sale is actually out right now so <gasps> okay yeah <laughs> come through it'll amazing. be lovely God, you're going to be busy Hans I know but best way to be, right? Absolutely. Doing what I love. Oh, thanks for fitting us in. Yeah, oh, no, I appreciate it. What do you sing at your warm-up? We wanted to know. Do you sing any... Um, is it just songs from the show? Or do you warm up with any... No, we, uh, what's our songs that we do? Lauren, who's at MD at the moment, um, she gets us to sing... Mama like... Yeah, mama like... And keep going up and up and up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have a cute one. Good. It's like... Um, Every time I get an opportunity to warm up my voice, I'm gonna warm it up, warm it up. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, cute little that. vibes. I want to do that in my everyday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but your yeah. voice is it's so, so cool listening to it. I can't wait. It. Can't wait to yeah. open the show, that first song. Oh, no pressure. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks so much. Oh, again, thanks for JJ, having me. Come speak to us. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to seeing the show later tonight. Yeah, it's fine. See ya. <laughs> That was so much fun talking to JJ. She was so nice. She's really fun, isn't she? Yeah, so nice. So nice for her to come and speak to us. And so exciting as well that we got to speak to one of the queens that we first saw because I remember her right from the yeah, production. Yeah. Um, well, let's, so should we run through kind of queen by queen? Also, can I just say about off of that interview, the best bit, one of the best bits for me was at the end when she did that warm up with her voice. And again, and she's like, a singing person. this warm up is my voice, whatever that was. And I was thinking, I'm going to sing that every day. Yeah. And her voice is just amazing. It's, I know. I was like, I couldn't, I was kind of speechless. Just there in a gelateria. I know. Yeah. She's so talented. Yeah, well, let's start with her then um, well, for this for this London cast, even though this is her last week in it, sadly. So um, 
you know, there's some new queens coming in. She's going off to do Panto this Christmas. But yes, she's playing Catherine of Aragon. That song's one of my favourites. It's such a great way to kind of start the, the competition within the show. She's just got such a kind of energy to her without being shouty. She's just got a really strong voice and mm. presence. Yeah, I was about to say that. She never um, she never pushes no. um, the vocal. It's always so comfortably within what she can what she can do which is amazing like it's it almost sounds like a recording you know that voice yeah. you're just like that's just effortless that could have been a studio recording and she's kind of she's dancing around she's and she does these runs in it as well i loved that yeah the vocal sort of like runs up and down you turned to me at the end of her song and just said 10 out of 10 she is 10 out, she's out of 10. 10 out of 10 yeah it's just perfection isn't it yeah I just wanted to watch it. Well, you know, when something's that good, you just like yeah. a little bit. I know we need to, we really need to start talking about, oh my God, what's the show we've just seen at the Barbican? Anything goes. Anything goes. But you know, after that tap routine, I was like, I want to just rewind and watch that whole thing again. Cause I wasn't ready for it almost, how yeah. good it was going to be. This is like that. Her song was like that for me. It yeah. was just like, oh yeah, I'll watch that once more actually. That yeah. was really good. Have one more go. One more go at that. Yeah. Yeah. I just so think good. she's got so much charisma. Oh yeah, so and she doesn't even have to do very much no. for it to um, come across to the audience. Yeah, can't rave about her enough. I know, really. And she's also a lovely person, so <laughs> ten out of ten. Yeah, she is a ten out of ten. Um, what do we think of Anne Boleyn? Because we had a new Anne Boleyn this time. You've got the program there. Who was our Anne Boleyn? Anne Boleyn was played by Courtney Bowman, and I thought she was brilliant. I did. I thought she was really, really funny. Um, just like JJ said about making it your own, she did it really differently than uh, Millie O'Connell, who we saw originally. She brought a whole new, even though it's the same character and everything, she brought a whole new way of delivering all the lines. Yeah, it sounded a bit more mature somehow, I felt. Yeah. Because it is quite a, when we'd seen it before, you know, she, you, it starts with her taking a selfie and she's very kind of, sorry, not sorry. She's a bit of a like, yeah, salty paying, teenager. Yeah, that was the vibe they were going Yeah, for. but I felt like this time round... She'd kind of elevated it a little bit in a different way. I kind of really yeah. enjoyed the older, she was just a bit more mature. Yeah, and I think she she got the comedy really perfectly down. Some of her some of her lines in the sort of talking bits in between, she really nailed. Um, and I really liked her voice. She had a lot of character in it. She like added the comedy into her vocal, I thought. Yeah. And got all the lines that were supposed to be funny. They came across because there's nothing worse than when you know the lyrics and you think, oh, they didn't quite get that did everyone mm-hmm. in the audience hear that she got it all um and i thought yeah really really charismatic let's move on to our next queen uh jane seymour uh colette guitart guitart do you reckon that's how i said like guitar but with a with a t on the end guitart colette guitart and she gets the big ballad jane seymour and i think she did a really good job because it's not always the easiest because you have to um it's a moment to connect emotionally, isn't it? And kind mm-hmm. of find something a bit after all the comedy to find something a bit more emotional. And I think she did a pretty good job. I think she of... did an excellent job. Her voice has got a really interesting tone to it, actually. Yeah, it was I different. Really, yeah, it was different to all the other girls, and I enjoyed that. Mm, me too, actually. Yeah, I thought she did a great job. And so she's is she the dance captain and super swing, they call it in the programme, which I like the sound of. What does that mean? I think that means that she um can come in for any of the other queens if they're if they're off so i think they have dedicated understudies as you can see in the program for certain queens so certain understudies understudy for specific queens and i think the super swings i'm guessing they go always they they, they <laughs> go always 
I'm um, imagining a safer swing in a swinging situation now. Swinging. <laughs> yeah, like just imagine there's somebody in the corner that is the super the swinger. Super swing. And if someone's husband or whatever doesn't turn up to the swinging someone's party, wife doesn't come, yeah. someone's like, I'm yeah, the super swinger. Don't worry, I know the part, I can do it all. I'll go either way. Yeah, it's fine. Sandra, you're on. <laughs> right, back to the Back That's to the show. Queens. Yeah. So next we had another OG queen from the first time we reviewed the show, which is Alexia McIntosh. Yeah, she was really great casting because her her song Get Down is you know she does a rap in yeah. it. She has a costume change. That's new. The that costume was new. Change, that was new. Wow. The costume change was fun. She just attitude she brings so much attitude and swag to that number because i mean that's the whole the whole number hinges on that kind of in fact you know what we're talking about different voices than the other queens hers is very different yes and on its own it was it was yeah obviously for that song it worked really well but it works even better as a harmony you need that deep because her voice is really deep yeah and i think that's one of her strong yeah. yeah she kind of holds it holds it all together yeah yeah, I thought she was brilliant. Again, all the comedy. She just got it, nailed it. Our next queen, we had a new Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour. Which one was she? Oh, oh sorry, I don't mean Jane Seymour, I've do just, I? Haven't we just spoken about her? I mean, how embarrassing. I mean Catherine Howard. Got yeah. Catherine next. Sorry. Who is our Catherine Howard? We had Amy Atkins originally, who's now in Pretty Woman in the West End. Oh, of course. Yeah. And Amy Atkins is part of the um, SVN group yes that we need to get tickets for um so Catherine Howard was played by Sophie Isaac Sophie Isaac she was great she was tiny wasn't she she's really dinky she was a dinky little thing um and yeah speaking of having a high range her her voice was really pitched up but in a nice way I didn't find it it kind of worked so well for that song and she hits a note at the end of that number that I was like wow Ooh, that was really up there. I her outfit is my favourite outfit. The pink one. It's the pink dye hair dye with the long extensions in. She's got they've all got amazing shoes on, biker boots with yeah, diamante cool. heels, but hers have got diamante pink straps. And then she's got a perspex sort of Tudor. Um the, the outfits are so cool. They're very, very good. Everything about the show is so it's just like got better and better and better including the lighting i thought was insane oh it's like a vegas show yeah it was so you know since moving from the arts theater they've got more of a proscenium march and they'd put some lights in that like you're right it's like a vegas show or a big concert tour it just really pops um and then finally we have Catherine parr our final queen we had hannah was it hannah stewart Hannah Stewart was Catherine Parr. Who was reminding me so much of Katy Perry. Were you getting Katy Perry from her? Not at the she time, looked, but now that you've said it, I'm like, like, you Katie are Perry. dead on the money. She had a real Katy Perry look to her. And I really enjoyed her because I really like that song at the end. It's I one of my favourites. I love that song. It's so different than the rest of the songs. Yeah. Because all the other songs, I feel like you said at the beginning, are kind of inspired by, you know, Lily Allen or... Rihanna, you know, you can see yeah. you can see the influences where her song, it's like it's just been composed and you don't know it's mm. it's just a great song. You don't it doesn't remind me of anything. Gives me a little bit Alicia Keys vibes though. But that's just yeah. in its general kind of slow jam 
soulful vibe and I think it's really important that whoever sings it has that in their voice as well and she did um, it really made me want to listen to it again afterwards yeah like I wanted to listen to it on Spotify because I yeah. lo- I had forgotten about that song actually yeah and she got all, again all the sort of runs and trills in her voice were really nice little high ones low ones um, and she really got into the groove of it and I think yeah I really love that song I'm always looking forward to that one I thought she was yeah I thought she was fantastic it's just every time you see Six, you just want to see it again, don't you? It's yeah. so much like the energy of it is so... And when everyone gets up at the end and everyone's clapping, it never feels like forced. Sometimes in these shows, you're like, okay, you're trying to remind us we've had a good time. You're trying to get us to clap along. Whereas this, it comes so there organically. Is, everyone is ready. There is nothing else like this that I've ever seen or is currently on the stage. No. There is nothing. There is nothing that is like, and you know, I just think it's it's worth saying that this is a con. It is like a concert. It's more a concert than a theatre piece, I think. Yeah. But that's a pro. That's a plus for me. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, this is that's one of the best things about it. Oh, feel like we must talk about um, the seats, Oscar. Oh yeah. So so we sat in the stalls, middle of the stalls. Obviously, they were fantastic seats. That goes without saying because you're going to pay the price tag. But obviously, for our loyal listeners, we went and did some seat spotting from other areas. We went to the back of the stools. We'll put the photos on the Instagram. But back of the stools, mm, it, you do feel like you're quite far away. You're next to the sound desk. Yes, there's a sound desk at the back of the stools, which is worth knowing that that's there. Not sound, yeah, or lighting desk, it probably was. And there's an overhang from the circle. So you're, you're, you're kind of looking in on it. And I think for a piece like this, you don't want to have the stage... You don't want to feel like you're looking through a letterbox. You want to feel like you're part of part of it. So we went up to the dress circle to have a look at those seats. And we went and stood on the back row of the dress circle. And actually, that's a much better view. For, yeah. If you're going to go for cheaper seats, definitely sit on the back because you're kind of, you get to see the whole of the stage floor and you get to see yeah. more of this, more of this. You just get to see more of the set basically. Yeah. And I would also always recommend for six front row and they're £38.50, I think, for this, which it's not super cheap, but it's not super expensive. And I think you always get something extra from being on the front row because there's no one in front of you. You just got the Queens right there. It's like a, you're a front row of a pop concert. Who wouldn't want to be front row? And, and, a pop concert. and the stage isn't very high. Yeah, it's lower I was just than about the, to say, it's actually, you're, you're not going to get neck cramp. It's lower than the arts theatre stage. And I've sat at the front of that twice and still enjoyed it. But yes, you do look up quite a lot at the arts theatre. Whereas this one, not that, not that high at no. all. So um, I think those are amazing seats and you're, you're right in it. You're right. And it does, it is amazing watching on the front row. I think if I was going to book, I would say go front row of the stools or back row of the circle Oh, we thought the boxes looked okay, Oh, I was just about to say, the boxes on the side, they look like really good fun. Yeah, because you're you're totally side on, but you're also right near the Queen's, and that's kind of what you want, because it's a small stage, and there's not, like, things going on in the corners. They're all performing out front. To and those right were, like, there, £29? I think they were £29.50 for when I looked tomorrow. I think... On the week of, they go down a bit, but I think later, if you book in advance, they might be more like 30. Okay. 35, I think. But yeah, I think the front box um, would be really fun. Also front worth mentioning one. that today ticks are doing the rush ticket. So you log on at 10am and you can get a, tw- a seat for £25. It's always worth, um, if they sell out immediately, it's always worth coming back and looking like an hour later because yes. often people release tickets 
Um, yeah, someone we know got one later and they went on at 10.30 and they're like, oh, they're all gone. And they checked back in later um, in the day and there was a ticket back there. So, And then you can get like a £45 seat for the price of £25. Yeah. And I think that theatre is like one of my new favourite theatres. I really, really like it. Yeah, Vaudeville's, Vaudeville's cute. Vaudeville's cute. Yeah, I've only seen big. like one other show there and I think that's great. It's fairly square, so you're not like... There's not a lot of pillars to be behind or corners to be around. It's quite it's a good theatre. It's quite open for an old theatre. Yeah. Um, and we asked at the box office, do you ever sell sort of cheap tickets on the evening of if they haven't? And he said, no, we mostly sell out. So there's no kind of returns queue or anything. No, there's no discounts. If you're really lucky, maybe. But he said it, it mostly sells out. And I can see why. It was a full house tonight and... Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. I love oh, it. Um, what a great show. I cannot wait to go and see it again. I'm going to try and drag mum. Let me tell you yes. where it's going, where the touring production is going. Oh, yes. So it's going to, I mean, loads of places. It's Bath, Salford, Newcastle, Dartford, Wolverhampton, Canterbury, Northampton, Guildford. That's for you, Mama G. Oh, yeah. Edinburgh, Leeds, Hull, Liverpool, Sheffield, Cardiff, Southampton, Eastbourne, Kingston, Glasgow, Bristol. Wow. That is a big tour. Yeah, so it's going right through until end of 22, basically. Okay, and so, then it's also on in London until next year. I think it's booking till like April at the moment, but it could extend past that. So it's so exciting to actually talk about a show that everyone, anyone can see in England. <laughs> basically, it's going yeah. to so many places. Scotland, it's like all yeah. over. So if you haven't been to see the show, just book it because you will not regret it. I want to be one of those girls. Oh, it's a, I want to be one of those girls. I mean, it's, want to be part of it's the so wives. great. So much sass, so much talent. Just hearing those, all those voices is amazing. Um, yeah, it was brilliant. And thanks again to JJ for doing an interview. That was really exciting to, to have met one of the queens. It, it really was. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so until this, this has been a little six special episode, just that one show. Let's just keep on reviewing it every couple of years. Yeah, it deserves its own standalone, I feel. It's just um, it's so much fun. No show can really be reviewed alongside it. Um, so until next time, this has been Theatre Club Podcast. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe and follow us on Instagram at This Club Podcast. Bye. Bye.